This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is none other than Derek Roddenbeck. He is an artist and he's looking to increase his revenue. If you want your chance to enter and to win 100 bucks each Monday on the show, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444. Top job. This is episode 349. Bright and early tomorrow morning, you're going to hear from Amando Parker, a Toronto-based SaaS business doing 25K in MR with just 10 clients. How'd she do it? Top drive. Good morning. Our guest today is Pavan Boobin. He's worked at Amazon, Salesforce, and recently at a big data startup identified uh, called Identified, which was acquired by Workday. He's a computer science graduate, graduate holds an Master's of Engineering degree from Cornell and is a graduate of Ignite program by Stanford Graduate School of Business. He's now, he's the founder of Fuel Panda, which is a weekly subscription service that refuels your car at your work or home when it is parked. Pavan, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready, man. All right, let's do this. Good, good, good. Okay, so tell me first, what does Fuel Panda do and how do you make money? Okay, so Fuel Panda is a weekly gas refueling service. So we show up to your house or your office, wherever your car is parked every week and refuel gas in your car so that you're not stepping into the gas station again. Um, And we're making money by charging a subscription fee or a service fee as well as uh, some margin on the gas. Okay, so so are you charged? So this is a SaaS business then basically? Uh, yes, it's a SaaS business. Is there a lot of software involved or it's just, it's a monthly recurring product? Uh, it's a monthly recurring product for the user, but there's a lot of software on the logistics side. Okay. So it is a true SaaS business. Yes. So walk us through some of the metrics. How many current customers are you working with as of March, 2016? Yeah. So we just started in January and we're part of the current 500 startups batch. Um, yeah. So in last few months, we are working with, uh, you know, more than 100 customers and we're doing um, around 70 to 80 refuels every week. Um, and then so far, uh, we've done, uh, so we're just getting ready for fundraising as part of the 500 uh, uh, demo day. So I'll give you some high level metrics. Um, you know, we've done more than 20 to 21,000 gallons of fuel. Um, we're getting close to a thousand refuels so far in the last few months. Um, yeah. And how much, uh, how much money have you made? Uh, we made more than 10,000. We made close to $15,000. Okay. So this is, this is kind of very early in terms of scaling. Are you self-funded up to this point? Yes. It was a completely self-funded bootstrap startup. And as I said, we recently, uh, you know, got selected for the 500 startups, uh, batch 17. So that was our, uh, first investment. So do they, they invested, I guess the 150 grand or whatever their terms are for 7% of the business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that, are those accurate terms? No, it's 125 K for 5% of the business. Okay. For 5%. And are you the sole founder or do you have other founders? 
Uh, I have a co-founder. Okay, you have a co-founder. And is that the extent of the team size right now? It's two people? Yes, it's two people. Uh, we have some drivers on contract, but like the full-time team is two people. Okay, so I have to ask you a question. Looking at your background, I mean, you are super, super educated, very, very smart guy. Why go after refueling as the big business to jump into? So it started from a personal pain, actually. Um, we were working from a garage. After identified it was acquired by Workday, we stayed there for a year and decided to start our own company. And Did you make any money in that acquisition? Were you early enough to have equity? Uh, not as much, but we made good money. Like when we left, we still had left a bunch of money on the table because, uh, you know, you have uh, bonuses for two years and we left after a year. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, so I had a commute that was uh, 40 miles one, tr- one way, so close to 80 miles round trip. And every you know few days, I would run out of gas. Uh, and like most people, you remember to fill up gas only when you see your dashboard light. Yeah. Right? So, and then the worst part is if you're commuting, then most of the time you ca- you're in the car when you're commuting. So you're in rush hours, you see the dashboard light. And, you know, you're not spending like 20, 25 minutes going to the gas station. Now you're like stuck in traffic, trying to get out, get back in, you know, all those extra hoops. And that kind of stuff kept on happening over and over again. And it was like really frustrating for me. Um, And most of the times, like, you know, being the kind of person I am, I would not really like fill up. Uh, right when I see the dashboard, right? So I would see, oh, there's still like 30, 40, 50 miles on the uh, remaining, right? So you end up in a situation where you're getting getting late to a meeting or want to get somewhere fast, and then you have to go fill up. So that's how it started. And then the initial idea was that we would just, you know, go to people's houses, uh, say Sunday night, uh, top up their car, you know, drive their car to the nearby gas station, top it up and bring it back. And we thought like, the first, uh, I, uh, the first uh, reaction in my mind was, well, no one's going to give hand over a stranger their key to their cars, right? So you're like, okay, this is not going to work until I see, until I saw a five-gallon gas can at Home Depot, right? And then we started going to our friends, relatives, like, okay, we're going to fill up your car every week. Yeah, but like, this is a key thing here. I mean, step two on your website under works, it says leave the lid open. So people actually have to leave their gas tank kind of lid open when they leave their vehicle and park it. Yes, that's correct. So right now we bring uh, we bring an actual fuel tank uh, near your car, so it's not gas can anymore. How, how do you prevent? How do you prevent like scalpers? I mean, a lot. I mean, yeah. can't they just steal other people's oil or gas? Um, so that hasn't been case. Like people haven't been worried about it. A lot of our users actually get their car refueled at work, so it's a gated uh, community, or like it's basically there's some kind of security there. Okay. Um, and even even with your gas lid open, there's still uh, like a small kind of uh, a small lid that like when you put your pump inside on it, then it opens. So there, and like a lot of newer Ford models, etc., they don't even have a lock on their lids. Just like push, so, so push the lid and opens up. So let me ask you. I'm gonna I'm gonna usually go like deep into numbers, but since you're early, I want to just talk more about the, about the business in general. And and so yeah, I'm I'm super look. Make me a believer, but I'm super skeptical. I mean, I I yeah. believe that very soon, you know, the the asset of a car is gonna live on the balance sheet of a company versus an individual because companies uh, are 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 going to have automated vehicles. They're gonna have fleets like Google, Apple, and Uber, and and people aren't gonna be worried about gas. Uh, are you worried about that trend so these trends are interesting um 
And, you know, the timelines are always like you have to figure out like when would that happen? Because apart from like technical, uh, you know, advancement, there's a lot of other uh, real adoption that has to happen. But uh, the main thing is like anything that moves on the road has, you know, is going to need some kind of energy. Right. And if the ownership shifts from either consumer to like enterprises or companies, they would still have to refuel it. And it's still a task. Someone has to go refuel it. In, in fact, for companies, you have to spend your highly paid labor to go get gas and spend an hour so that's like even expensive for you so you don't think they just put a gas station on site if they have a fleet of cars uh there are regulations around that and it depends like if it also depends on your operations whether your fleets of cars starts from one place right up in the morning and come back or are they distributed most of the companies who would do logistics around this would mostly park their cars around the users or try to have them running 24 by 7 uh-huh. so it won't be like feasible to go back to the main location and like get your car free fuel so, like. so what does fuel panda look like uh, let, let's let's not try and debate around when people will have yeah. autonomous electric vehicles yes. but let's assume that even if it takes a hundred years it's more efficient and eventually it will happen right what does your business look like when 40 50 60 percent of the cars on the road are autonomous and electric so uh, basically what's going to happen is like the way fuel panda is structured we don't look at ourselves as just like doing gas forever we are more like a mobile uh, energy station for say so like we we would retrofit our trucks with um, a mobile charging stations it could be diesel it could be hydrofuels so we actually get to mix and match we don't have a four million like five million dollar gas station and that could just carry one type of fuel right so I the know, asset let me just make sure i understand the assets on your balance sheet the hard costs that you, you have invested in is it literally like a little truck that goes around and you're saying you can either put gas tanks on that if people want to fill up with gas or maybe you put some kind of big battery on that that you can charge electric cars in the future on am i hearing you correctly yes you're correct got it got it okay so how much have you invested in the company so far uh how much have i invested in the company you personally yeah um maybe twenty five thousand dollars okay and what what do you guys have and what about total you plus investors or or your co-founders uh it's less than 200k and where's most of that money gone so far uh, so far, like we are actually we are running uh, cash flow positive on our operations. So most of the money has gone into like building up our equipment, getting the right uh, kind of setup in place. And going forward, now we're going to start focusing on user acquisition. So that's where we'll spend most of our money. Okay. And what is it? You said you have about 100 customers so far. What's the average customer pay you per month? Uh, an average customer would pay us around $20 a month plus... Uh, also, we have margin on the fuel, so we, uh, we make like twenty dollars more, so close to fifty dollars. Okay. Yeah. And, and last month, uh, what was your guys' total monthly recurring revenue? Uh, last month, we were close to six thousand dollars. Okay, and that would have been May of twenty sixteen, right? Yeah. Okay. And then, what about uh, talk to me about churn and customer acquisition costs? So, how our, our customer? All you said you've signed up a hundred customers. Have they all stayed with you, or are you churning? Uh, we we churn a little bit, like less than four percent, like four to five people. Um, so four percent monthly churn, not monthly, like total. So well, I mean, you've been around for how many? What three, four months? Four, yeah, four months. Yeah, okay. So four percentish. Yeah. So yeah, uh, like 
some of that was you know also like we tried to do different kind of user acquisition so we would give out an offer and like more maybe people would try it just for the sake of the offer or sometimes you know there were some users who changed cities and stuff like that so i think like we have to let it run for a longer period to get like real uh, churn numbers and cost yeah. of position. Yeah, these are always rough, right? You, you, they're just indicators. But what are you spending on average to acquire a new customer? Um, close to five dollars. Okay, great. That's good. And uh, and uh, tell me about location too. I love asking this. Were you guys kind of launched the business in San Francisco, or are you somewhere else? Yeah, in San Francisco Bay Area. Okay, great. And are you targeting? Uh, to, or, I mean, it sounds like you're targeting just any consumer, right, with a vehicle. Yes, we're targeting any consumer and then we're also working with building managers, operations, you know, like people who are basically company managers or building managers to give it to their employees. Cool. Yeah, no, it makes good sense, Pavan. Hey, listen, as people, as people kind of watch your store and they watch you guys grow, uh, where can they do that online? What's a good link for them to check you out at? Uh, check out FuelPanda at FuelPanda.com. My email is Pavan, P-A-V-A-N at FuelPanda.com. You can email me anytime. My Twitter is P-1-A-V-A-N. Folks, breaking news. We've added two capuchin monkeys that can sit at a computer, write a cold email, and close a deal better than most of your salespeople. They're going to join the world's greatest business show on October 6th in Austin, Texas. In addition to these amazing monkeys, which you can't miss live on stage, you'll see tech billionaires battle, authors launch their books, startups go from bootstrap to billions live on stage. You don't want to miss it. Go to nathanlatka.com forward slash Austin live to get your tickets now. They are almost sold out. We have so many people buying like Blake Allen, Timothy Delaforce. We're almost sold out. Go see the monkeys. Watch the billionaires. NathanLatka.com forward slash Austin live. Get your tickets right now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see... Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. And guys, we will link that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 349. Again, forward slash the top 349. Okay, Pavan, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Do you know what time it is? Yes, it's uh, top five questions. Yeah, that was good. You're, you're a listener. <laughs> yes. Are you enjoying the show? It's awesome, actually. Like, really small in really small time, you get a lot of interesting and useful information. Also. Good, good. All right, well, hit me. Favorite business book? Uh, Crossing the Chasm. Oh, that's a good one. That's Jeffrey Moore, I think, right? Yes, yeah, Jeffrey Moore. It's an amazing book. It's a very systematic way of thinking about how market adapts um, and, you know, how innovation becomes mainstream. And it was so old and still relevant. I love that book. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the, your favorite CEO or CEO you're studying? Um, it's, I mean, he's pretty famous. Mark Zuckerberg. I love him. You know, like the way he has, I loved how he like changed his vision, you know, like was really focused on growing versus now like really long-term vision and get everyone kind of rallied behind that. So I love that. Yeah. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like HostGator? 
Um, I love Trello for managing tasks. Uh, you know, it's very simple but very useful. Of course, spreadsheets are really useful. And you know, I, from offline, I really love whiteboards. I think uh, you know it's really impossible to bullshit on whiteboards. So I love <laughs> like once you once you have a whiteboard and you make even if it's an abstract conversation, you start drawing pictures. It just makes it so clear. I'm and quoting you on that. You can't bullshit on a whiteboard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, next question. Yes or no? Are you getting eight hours of sleep or not? Yeah, I do. And what's your situation? Married, single? Do you have kids? I'm married. And, and how old are you? Thirty-one. 20, 21 or 31? 31. 31. And uh, any kids? No kids. No kids. Okay, so so you said you're getting no, you're not getting uh, eight hours? I am getting it. Oh, you are. You are. Okay, good. Okay. okay. Sorry about that, one. So last question here. This is always my favorite. Take us back 11 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, I think, uh, you know, go for what you want to be right away, right? Like a lot of time people would think, that you would do A, which would like help you build skills related to B, and then you can do C. And you know, there's absolutely no reason if you want to do C, just start working on C. It doesn't matter, and just go for it. Things never get as bad as the mind thinks. So you know, just pick something and give it hundred percent right in the beginning. Oh, well, guys, you heard it from Pavan. Pick something right now. If you're listening, you're hesitant. Just pick the thing and start. Eliminate all the middle steps again, because the mind is always going to tell you the worst possible cases. Start executing again. From Pavan, who was with the company that was acquired, had a good exit. Now he spent about twenty-five uh, grand of his own money launching his new company. Okay, which is going to ideally help folks never have to see a gas station again. Fuelpanda.com. They just got accepted into 500 startups looking to grow fast passing 100 customers pavan thank you for taking us to the top thank you Nathan. top tribe if you enjoyed today's episode go back and listen to yesterday's episode right now blake smith breaks down how he got 11,500 monthly paying customers who pay him to do something very weird with their wardrobe top tribe i love giving away free money i feel like oprah giving away cars and i have something special for you today How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. The greatest business show on earth is coming to Austin, Texas on October 6th this year featuring a big, big moment called Launch. We're going to have influencers on stage launch a product, compete like heck to see who can sell the most in 60 minutes to their online audiences. You'll get to watch, see how they sell, see how they close, see how they get traffic, see how they use their list. It's going to be unbelievable. Get your tickets now at NathanLatka.com forward slash Austin Live and see how you can walk the red carpet on the way in. That's NathanLadka.com forward slash Austin live. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win a hundred bucks every Monday.